0: Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Christmas is romantic.
1: Sounds Sounds fake, but Okay. Welcome
0: back to the pod. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. You know, I really teed that up for you and the audience um, They'll never won't, know. won't have heard the teeing up. But, but she I did. Want, I want everyone to know that that was on me. Um, yeah. Hey guys, I, I have my new mic now. We are both newly mic Yes. We are still. I literally opened mine mm, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> minutes maybe. before recording this woman um, opened the box. I've had it I've had it for a week. I opened the box 20 minutes ago. So, you know, we're still trying we're we're, we're still we're working things out. But hopefully We're not audio engineers, you know? No, we're not.
1: But what I, I have learned despite the number
0: of student films I've done sound on, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs>
1: What we've really learned, and it's something we've already known, is that Kayla is very loud. Because my microphone is so, it's maybe close to a foot away from my mouth right now. And my gain, and gain is, I don't know what it really is, but it's for how loud you are. And it's out of 100, and mine is at 13 right now. And no. I think I'm about to turn it down again, because I'm so loud.
0: Now I'm at... I'm about four or five inches away from my mic and I'm at thirty eight. Just Although, turned
1: my gain down. I don't But okay. now it seems really okay.
0: Maybe yeah, not. maybe turn it back up. Um I can always adjust in post. I'm not I'm not encouraging you to say, Oh, we'll fix it in post, but in this circumstance I can adjust it. <laughs> if you say so. Um, anyway, uh do we have any housekeeping? Um, um. I don't know. That I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's a no. Kayla, what are we talking about this week?
1: This week we're talking about Christmas.
0: Christmas.
1: Um, because it is the winter holiday that mm-hmm. Sarah and I celebrate, mm-hmm. and. We're talking about the like the romanticization of Christmas, not in the way because I looked up the words romanticization of Christmas because I was like, that'd be a good title. And what I found was articles by like Christians about how like what I really think they were saying is like the commercialization, but they were saying romanticization. So anyway, not not in the Christian way, but in the way that people have taken Christmas and said, this is a holiday for romance now. Yes. Uh, and that is what we'll be discussing today, class. Well,
0: you. because I personally, I think I understand the impulse to romanticize Christmas in the sense of viewing it as this, like, idealized, perhaps unrealistic and unreachable thing where it's like everyone's together there's perfect snow outside and you're inside cozy warm with your warm beverage by the fire like like that romanticizing that it that type way of it, yes yeah like the perfection of it almost mm-hmm. i absolutely yes. understand the impulse to do that but what we're talking about here is more so of the fact that For some reason, Christmas is seen as like also a romantic
1: holiday. It's like a second Valentine's Day now for somehow.
0: This this kind of came up because me and Kayla both realized. So my parents got engaged on Christmas Eve. And mine got engaged on Christmas Day. What year
1: was it? Oh, God. Don't ask me things like that.
0: I actually, I, no I, I don't know that I know for sure what year. They got married in 92. I think they got engaged Christmas of 1990.
1: I could try to do some backwards math from my sister's birth year, but I can't remember exactly how many years after their marriage they had her, so I actually can't do that at all.
0: It genuinely doesn't matter. Point being, it doesn't a lot of people get engaged on Christmas. I had a cousin get engaged on Christmas. Like it's a, it's like a thing.
1: Yes. And I do get that because, okay, so here's the, here's backing up. I understand. I, okay. No. Backing up even more. To (laughs) me, how I, (laughs) I'm going to keep just pushing it back. The way I view Christmas is less in a romantic sense and more in a familial sense. Yes. Like, to me, if I were to classify Christmas, it is more about family. Just because for me personally, like, that is the time that I am, like, one of the only times of the year where I get to see a lot of my extended family, like cousins and aunts and uncles and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've always been a family that has done big family Christmases. I understand that that is not the reality for a lot of people.
0: Right. But- I, well, I I was thinking a similar thing because in the in the exactly 2 minutes i spent thinking about this before we recorded. Um I have notes,
1: you guys? I oh. took notes.
0: I did too, but I'm, i only thought about them prepared. for 2 minutes. Uh um, Well, yeah, probably same. Well, cuz i know that i can't remember shit if i, didn't, if I yeah. didn't write it down. Um but i i definitely also had that thought of like, you know, Christmas being about gathering with family and loved ones who you don't necessarily get to see often and i I think that definitely is a big angle in Christmas or the way that Christmas is portrayed and the way Christmas is sold, um, more so than any other holiday except maybe Thanksgiving in the United States, which is great that there is like this this emphasis on familial whatever. A lot of times it is, you know, blood relatives and they're ignoring the uh, the found family of it all. But it's it's so odd to me because like, this is a holiday that's, like, it really does celebrate the, celebrate the Platonic. But at the same time, it's, like, it just depends on your viewpoint or depends on what you want to make of it, which, like, obviously, that's everything. Like, <laughs> the the way something is will depend on what you make of it. But, like, it's just so interesting to me that these two things exist kind of at the same time when there are, like... There aren't a lot of just, like, nice platonic holidays. Like, you already have Valentine's Day. Like, why do you need Christmas, too?
1: Yeah, it is interesting because I think they exist at the same time. Like, I think, in general, society views holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas as very Mm family-oriented. But I also think, like, Christmas has become very romantic. It's like, oh, it's our first Christmas together Mm -hmm. or we are getting engaged. And, like, the engagement thing... I get in the way of if you want to do the engagement with or, like, in front of family, which is something that, like, a lot of people feel the urge to do.
0: Or if you want to be able to tell them soon after in person. Right.
1: Like, so that, for practicality's sake, I do understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, like, I feel like I've seen so many things of, like, like, oh... You know, I mean, I think it kind of goes along with, like, cuffing season, I guess, which is like, oh, it's getting colder out, so you need someone to, like, cuddle with. But it's like, oh, I'm going to be spending this Christmas alone, or, like, I feel like I recently heard someone say, like, as a single person, you know, like, Christmas is for couples, and so I, like, didn't have anyone to spend it with. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And they, like, exist at the same time, which is really odd, but... I did some research. Are you ready? Wait, can I can I say something quickly before you no. jump? Okay, I will. Um I I think it is you, what you said just now kind of reminded me of the fact that like even our uh, you know, our the the way our culture views platonic bonds and platonic and and family is still built around their traditional cishet monogamous relationship like sexual romantic relationship and so you know even when we are talking about like familial and like platonic love like you know it is really based around those specific types of relationships and the families that are built outward from that so like you know even if it is focused a lot on family like at the same time it's still everything's revolving around the 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 love and sex they're the romance That's very true because
1: like your traditional family is built from mm-hmm. a couple that is you know traditionally like yeah opposite sex and couple I,
0: and i mean this isn't this isn't christmas but i think very similar things happen around christmas like the concept of like a friends giving like why do you need mm. to have a different name For this celebration that you have with people who you're not blood related to.
1: Or like what I'm thinking of is it's like a big deal for your partner for like the first time to come Mm -hmm. to like family Thanksgiving or family Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it is seen as quite alternative to bring a friend. Like I know you and I both have done Mm -hmm. the thing of like bringing friends to family gatherings. Yeah. But it is seen as like the alternative move to bringing a partner.
0: Yes. And it's, I don't know, like other people in my family have done that before and in hindsight we were like was that their girlfriend? Like was that her girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but like cuz that's just kind of like the implication like you have a plus one and it's your romantic sexual partner. It's not your Miranda, except in my family. It is my Miranda. Miranda's your Miranda. Miranda's Okay, my Miranda. would you like to hear my research? I would. So I found an article
1: called find my uh, on findmypast.com but I just took a screenshot of it so I don't remember what it's called sorry
0: Mm. bad co-host yeah it was
1: basically talking about how like modern day Christmas came to be and it kind of started by talking about how like pre-civil war Christmas was like not a national kind of holiday for America Mm -hmm. like it was just like not widely celebrated there wasn't like a culture around it and then like the Civil War, I guess, because people were like missing their family who were soldiers. Like it became more of a thing. And then there was mm-hmm. something about a Christmas tree. We're not here to talk about the <laughs> founding of modern day Christmas. <laughs> anyway, another part of it said, uh, was talking about how common Christmas Day weddings used to be, which hmm. I think could be a contributing factor. So I was trying to like think about where historically did this come from? Like, what what can we point back to? of like, why we might view it this way. Mm. um. So it used to be very common that Christmas Day weddings happened, because for working class people, it was mm. one of the only days of the year where they were guaranteed to get work off. Right. Um, And so they could both have the day off to get married, and then maybe you know their family would have the day off. So not that weddings, I think, used to be as romantic as they are now. I think like weddings used to be like back in the day a lot more like Practical. practical and probably,
0: yeah.
1: As time goes on, they become more about things like love,
0: yeah, and more about just the more about the grandeur of it all and the yeah. the presentation. I mean, that certainly was true for the very very rich in in yeah. in the distant past, but it's it's possible now for more people to have that more lavish, you know, weddings situation at least in like wealthy nations yeah so i don't know
1: i just thought that was like an interesting history Mm -hmm. of what used to be because that's not common anymore like i think there's a wide stigma against holiday weddings because people are like well now i have to you told me what to do on my holiday
0: like i've heard of Uh, i've heard of people doing like new year's weddings and their guests getting so annoyed with them
1: oh yeah i've heard of like fourth of july weddings that people are like super pissed about yeah holiday my cu- weddings. my
0: cousin got married on the fourth of july but it was the wedding took it was a small wedding first of all and the wedding took place at the family cottage where we usually spend the fourth of july anyway
1: so really it's fine
0: yeah it was just like more people came to the fourth of july <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and also there was a anyway,
1: <laughs> and a DJ. <laughs> this is not our wedding episode, no, which will not. happen one day. Um I have some other theories though
0: on where this may have come from. Well, can I say something about the Christmas it's day like weddings? That. No. I will. Um I think it is it is interesting that like there is that that historical precedent of of getting married on Christmas day, but that precedent itself is so unromantic. Like, yes, like the fact- Yeah, like it's
1: the only day that we have off from our terrible factory jobs. <laughs> like, like,
0: we don't have labor laws, so we have to get married
1: on Christmas Day. <laughs> like, I was just thinking about how earlier today I wanted to tweet about how I hate Henry Ford. Mm. Because it's really all his fault. Mm. This capitalist society we find ourselves in. Yeah,
0: labor laws are good. Join a union if you can. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Imagine, you know why we have weekends? You know why we have a five-day Dude, work week? I have some,
1: do you remember Jake from Nerds? I don't think you ever crossed over with him, but I play D&D with him now. Anyway, he his work that he's now leaving has a union and their company started sending them like anti-union propaganda that they like mm. found on Reddit. Because like Redditors were like attacking their union. Mm. and They were like picketing the other day and the police were called. It's been very dramatic.
0: I saw a thing right. on Twitter today where it's, they were like, we have jobs available. You need to be at least 18 years old. You need to be able to work however many hours a week. You need to be willing to cross the picket line. Ugh. And I was like, um... Also, on my way to work this morning... On my way to work this morning, I saw a car that um, was, like... They had, like, written on the windows in paint. And it said, like, IATSE local, like, 705 or something. Like, they wrote their local union on their car. And I was like, that's fun.
1: I saw some... Uh like a TikTok of some Amazon workers that were, like, picketing, like, a bus stop. And it was a whole thing. And then the I think the first Starbucks ever got a
0: union. They did in, in Buffalo. A video of them
1: celebrating.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And everyone was like, well, that Starbucks location is going to get shut down.
0: Well, they – Starbucks had literally been sending people to, like, try and get – anyway. Yeah. We won't get into this. Either way, if this is about Christmas. <laughs> um but it's just so funny to me that like the fact that people did get married on christmas was such an unromantic notion and then it has turned into yeah. this like romantic thing anyway continue well, because on because now your you research. have like
1: now you have like winter weddings too that are like christmas themed and yeah anyway but when i was first trying to think of like why this happened mm-hmm. my first thought was advertisements and every kiss begins with K because every Christmas, all of the jewelry stores come out with these. I mean, like every store and yeah. business at this point like has their Christmas. Limited
0: fashion. edition love Christmas necklace yes. ring. But,
1: <laughs> and just like that. But like K, especially like the jewelry brand,
0: mm-hmm. they
1: always do these Christmas commercials and it's always like this like very romantic Christmas whatever. And it made me remember, you know, how diamonds did not use or engagement rings did not used to be a thing. Mm -hmm. And then diamond companies were like, shit, no one's buying diamonds. And so Mm -hmm. they like made up that you're supposed to propose with a diamond ring. Yeah. I feel like the same thing happened. I feel like like businesses got a hold of Christmas and they were like, we need to maximize, you know, the consumerism of Christmas even more. And so now we need to make it a romantic thing, so that like couples feel pressured to do like even more when it comes to gift giving.
0: I mean, that's very possible because, I mean, people have been talking about the commercialization since Christmas, since Christmas. <laughs> well, yeah, since Christmas of since Jesus of, was born, since Christmas of 1960. No, like, like, but like they talk about the commercialization of Christmas in a Charlie Brown Christmas. Like, like this isn't, this isn't a new, this isn't a new thing. This isn't a new notion. But um, I think that is an an apt, an apt little note there that so much of the commercialization of Christmas is also about like sex and romance because that's what, that's what our entire society revolves around. And so you can't have a, a commercialization of, of a holiday like this that is meant to bring people together, together and celebrate, you know, family and the people you love without turning it into a, a romance thing. If you're going to you know commercialize it, it that's the only option.
1: Of, hmm. You know the Folgers commercial that people think is incestuous? Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know, <laughs> it's like quite a few. I just want, you know,
0: we got to make sure everyone yep. knows. Folgers is a uh, coffee brand.
1: Folgers is a coffee brand. Like that like you a buy a at the grocery store. Yeah, very, like, not fancy, very, like... Comes in a
0: big plastic tub.
1: <laughs> yeah, not fancy, not expensive. Um, but they, several years ago now, there was a Christmas ad, and it was, like, this young woman, like, in the kitchen, making her folder's cup of coffee or whatever, and this young man comes up to the door, and he knocks, and she's like, oh, my God, you're home. He's, like, a returning soldier, and they, like, hug, and it's a whole thing, and then she, like, makes him a cup of coffee. They're siblings, But it does come off as like a Mm -hmm. little, because they don't look enough alike and like Mm -hmm. the similar age and like the parents aren't there. So it's not like a family setting anyway. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I feel like it's interesting that it was so quickly. coded That way. Yeah. Because like we're already primed to expect that almost because I think like Christmas commercials are either. A full family with kids mm-hmm. and you're like buying toys mm-hmm. or it's like the husband and wife that like buy dodge jeep rams for each other and like she buys he buys the black one and the red one expecting that she'll want the red one and then she's like i get the black one and he's like oh darn
0: yeah you know so i i, I also think um that i forgot i was thinking of something and mm-hmm. then you distracted me with dodge color. jeep ram yeah um Sorry. dodge dodge jeep rams is are they that's both Dodge the car,
1: jeep you've never seen a, a car dealership that's
0: dodge jeep isn't it like a oh dodge yeah i, I understand they're like all together I, I i'm i thought that you were saying that that was the name like the, the name and brand of the car was dodge jeep yeah ram. there's probably one out there <laughs> um oh i remember soldiers i I remember (laughs) it's also a thing of people are like oh i need this is this is partially to do with like the whole cuffing season of it all but it's not just about cuffing season like oh i need someone to spend the winter months with it's also like i need someone to bring to christmas which which kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about you know your plus one is always assumed to be like a romantic sexual partner like people don't want to be alone on christmas and they don't want to and it's like well you if you're with people you're not alone but i go off but it, it really does kind of just all play into the the compulsive heteronormativity of it all
1: yeah well because it's on also like every time you go for compulsory a for a holiday i time. said
0: compulsive
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you know like every time you go home for a holiday it's like, "Oh, do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend yet?" Mm. or like, "Oh, whatever." Yeah. Uh this also made me randomly think of which was another inspiration for this episode was we were thinking about doing an episode of like turning romantic Christmas songs into non-romantic ones like we've done for other song episodes. And there are so many I think about it.
0: Like last Christmas. With
1: Last Christmas, like baby Santa baby, baby. It Santa like, baby, baby is weirdly sexual. Outside. Oh, Santa baby is incredibly sexual. Yeah. And then you have like um traditions like kissing under the mistletoe yeah. and stuff like that or like mommy or daddy saw mommy kissing Santa Claus or whatever like yeah. There's so much. And like there's why? So it really is the more I think about it like Christmas is not for single people. Nothing about it is coded for friendship
0: no. or for single people. No. And Christmas is such a You've done it again, Kayla. And what was that? You talked a little bit too long and made me forget what I was going to say. I'm so sorry for talking my own podcast. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> um um oh no, you said you said you were saying Christmas is not for single people. I recall. So y- Christmas music is such a big thing um it's such a big part of the culture and and the the whole the the vibes of christmas and the and the 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 christmassy feeling and there are certainly plenty of christmas songs that could be read as romantic but could also be read as platonic like you know the the i'll be home for christmas uh you know there's no place like home for the holiday like that kind of stuff like it could be it could be it could go either way it could be read either way but then there's also just like a whole genre of romantic Christmas songs, which it's unsurprising, given the fact that, as we've discussed on this podcast several times, most songs are in some way about romantic slash sexual slash both love or relations of some sort so it's it's unsurprising, but it's just like, well we take we take that. And then we stick Christmas in it, give it some sleigh bells, <laughs> put a wreath on it. It's just like, it just makes me wonder, like, when
1: this happened, you know, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: originally Christmas was not Christmas. It was a pagan holiday, a pagan winter holiday. About the and solstice. Then, and then Jesus was born
0: not in winter.
1: Probably in And the, the Christians said, we are co-opting the pagan holiday and just saying Jesus was born because we don't want
0: people to celebrate this pagan holiday yeah and we're just gonna take that over right quick
1: and then it was a religious thing and then now we're here and Christmas like I know there's the think pieces every year and there's the news about like they're killing what is it they always say
0: every year there's some news about Merry Christmas about how you can't say Merry Christmas anymore there's a war, a war on Christmas, oh, is that what it is? Oh, war on Christmas, that's what it the is. The war on Christmas. Because we're, like, not, it's not
1: Christian anymore, and now we're saying happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas and whatever. But, like, Christmas is not, like, in a wide sense. I understand if you're a religious person, you probably find it quite religious because you're going to, like, midnight mass Yeah, and all that we stuff. always
0: used to go to, like, mass on Christmas Eve and stuff. Yeah, oh, same. But, like, the
1: societal view, at least in America... Mm-hmm. From like, I think our perspectives of like what we have experienced. It is not that. Like Christmas is now
0: it's not that and it never has been that. No, it is a commercial thing. It is
1: like a holiday, like any other it's like Halloween. It's not like there's anything deep behind it necessarily anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. Or there's not not anything inherently. It's just more
1: like traditions
0: at this point and like things you just do it like it's like no. you could make thanksgiving a religious holiday if you want to make it about religion and like again i don't want it. i don't want it to make it seem like we're saying like excuse me christmas this is not a religious holiday because like for so many people it it very much is no i think
1: we're just we're talking about like the overall societal view of it yeah and i think fully recognizing that like Sarah and I, I think, have very similar Christmas experiences, and that mm-hmm. many people have very different ones.
0: Right, but. but I think, I mean, it is just like in in the broader culture, it never really has been about religion. Um, and it's it always, always been about money. It's always been about money and family. Somehow, somehow, both. Um, but of course, as we as we said before, those the families that are acceptable to Father Christmas are the traditional cishat, monogamous you know, white picket fence families.
1: Do you think when the Christians did the Bible and they were like When the Christians did the Bible. Yeah, just like how Lizzo did Squid Games. Mm. Um, Yeah. Do you think (laughs) when Yeah. Do you think when they were like and they brought Jesus frankincense and myrrh in whatever Murder. the other one was. <laughs> like, do you think they realized how perfectly poised they had made this holiday for consumerism and capitalism? Like, literally in the origin story of Christmas, they were like, and gifts were had. Mm-hmm. And then now here we are.
0: I mean. Do you think they, you know? Look.
1: Did they do it on purpose?
0: Look. I don't think either of us have a lot of ironically. I don't think either of us have a lot of uh faith in religious institutions um to do things out of goodwill. <laughs> Am I really? saying that Christmas was invented to sell frankincense and myrrh? No. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> <laughs> But all I'm saying is the only reason I know what those are
0: is Christmas. Because- Christmas. It's I know. big frankincense. That's what's driving Christmas. It's, that's so big true. Frankincense it's big frankincense and big frankinc- myrrh. Without big frankincense, we wouldn't know. Actually, I don't know what frankincense is. I every no time, idea. every time I hear frankincense, I'm like, hmm, Frankenstein incense. I think it's like a. <laughs> is it like a like a a metal of some kind? I just it. I think myrrh is some is gold like. I think, oh, but I, that could be totally wrong. Watch myrrh be like I don't know edible. How to spell it
1: frankincense is a a plant oh no 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 it's a resin frankincense is an aromatic mm. resin
0: they're both resins perfect- extracted from trees why did i think it was a metal
1: oh it's because in the pictures they're always carrying them in those little like metal
0: canisters mm. yeah that's true
1: very deceiving jesus um
0: yeah, Jesus, it's your fault that they brought you gifts. It's Jesus'
1: fault for being born in, like, May or whatever. God.
0: There was something about God. dates or uh, plums or something that proves that that bitch that was born in the spring. That's, like, the reason that they think Itch. it was, like, like, they, like, mentioned, uh, well, like, like some whatever, it doesn't matter. I did just call Jesus a bitch. We're all, you know, <laughs> we're all living our life. I just want
1: to say that we don't disrespect religious people <laughs> as long as they're not shoving it down our throats
0: you know as long as they're not telling us um that we are lesser people
1: as long as they're not like that lady in the dollar store one time <laughs> came up to me and just told me i was a sinner I, and then uh, i had to call sarah to get she rescued. did
0: rescued. <laughs> um i uh recently was talking to some like some of my coworkers just about like how conservative or how strict our parents were. And I was like, oh, yeah, like my mom is very much like, you know, don't drink until you're 21, like no premarital sex. And they were like, hold on, wait up, wait up. Your mom was all no premarital sex, but she was down with the gays. And I was like, yes.
1: <laughs> Listen, Julie works in interesting ways, okay? <laughs>
0: Julie didn't know she was progressive until I was in college.
1: <laughs> She's it was know, a fun a surprise for her. <laughs> uh, anyway, I have another piece, another genre of media I that I would like to discuss.
0: Demand that you hit me with it.
1: Movies, Sarah.
0: Mm, the Christmas
1: comics. movies. The romantic. Okay, so I found the love
0: actuallys.
1: Uh-huh. The in m- even classic films. Yeah. White Christmas, like yeah. the most classic Christmas film of all time, a double romance movie. Incredible movie. I'm not mad about the romance. I love it.
0: Mhm. I found a blog. I sorry, I'm just thinking about that that movie that came out a couple years ago with Amelia Clark where um uh Henry Golding uh we you think throughout the movie that it's, like, a love story, and he's, like, this the boy, but actually it turns out that he's dead, and um, she received his heart in a transplant. Bro, that movie made me so sad. Did you watch it? Oh, I
1: absolutely saw it. I believe in a theater. And it was so heart-wrenching. Oh, my God. It was... So sad. It's this Christmas movie, and there's this like sad girl who works in like a Christmas store. Or there's whatever a romantic plotline in Elf. Yeah, and it's good. And then so <laughs> she's sad. She's like emo and works in this Christmas store. And this guy keeps coming in, and then they like fall in love and shit. And then it turns out because then she like goes to his apartment, and it's like hella empty. And this guy is like, no one lives here. And she's like, what? And it turns out it was. The heart inside her all along and the guy she fell in love with was a ghost because his heart was hers
0: because of a heart transplant and then they could never see each other again was was he was he a ghost or was she hallucinating him yeah it's you know it's a little fuzzy on that okay well my boss who who makes like hallmark and lifetime movies did he work on that movie he did not um that's that's netflix babe um I think it was Netflix. Excuse um, me. But maybe I watch it on Netflix then. Yeah. But he anyway. he he does Hallmark and Lifetime movies. And that means that about half of the movies he does are Christmas movies.
1: They're so I mean, and Netflix is really getting into it too. Mm-hmm. And they're also and listen, I am not mad about this genre of movie. The Christmas Prince. Oh my god. The Princess Switch.
0: Our client wrote Princess Switch one and two. You're welcome.
1: Didn't I? I think I DM'd your client.
0: What, that? Didn't I? I don't
1: know. I think I DM'd You were her very excited about the like, fact that my. Thank
0: you so much. That the company the that princess, I currently work for represents the person who brought the Princess Switch to life.
1: The Princess Switch franchise is incredible. I mean, listen, I am a sucker for a Hallmark movie. I find them. So comforting because they are all the same mm-hmm. and the plot lines and the acting is so terrible. I find it very comforting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that is all to say that like the Christmas genre of It's Hallmark its own genre. is its own thing. Like just as Valentine's Day has been Hallmarkified, yeah. so has Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing that like adds to the romance of it all mm-hmm. is that the film industry was like, well, somehow we've got to make money off of Christmas mm-hmm. and making kids claymation movies for some reason wasn't enough, even though they're great. They are so
0: good. <laughs> the Year Without a Santa Claus, absolute fucking banger of it's a film. Also, like you don't see Hollywood being like, let's make Thanksgiving movies. Because Thanksgiving is not seen as a romantic it's sexy Like it's yeah, it's, it's not, not sexy because all you're doing is eating a bunch of food and being nasty make- you get full of tryptophan and you fall asleep
1: <laughs> that's the thing is like it it does inj- like something there's just something about Christmas because yeah, you, you think about other major holidays, and there's like Halloween movies, hmm but they're not romantic,
0: no, they're why scary not? because how ha- because Sco- yes. ha- Halloween is not about romance in the way that Christmas somehow is like it's it all comes back to like, why is Christmas? somehow a romantic holiday when Thanksgiving is not when Halloween is not like it's it's I don't know like I like I understand but also I can't explain it
1: it for me it's almost like a chicken in the egg situation of like which came first was it like these like mass media productions these songs these movies these advertisements Did those come first and it made us view Christmas as romantic? Or was Christmas always kind of viewed this way and that's what fueled these media? And I mean, I'm sure it's a mix of both. Yeah. That they're kind of like, cyclical, circular? Yeah, cyclical. Whatever. That they're feeding into each other. But it's like, I just, like, what? Why don't we have- When did this happen? Why don't we have- When did it happen?
0: Easter-based rom-coms. How come the only Easter movies we have are like Peter Rabbit? you know well,
1: why don't we Easter talk about has remained
0: very religious i think why don't we talk about the inherent romance in the crucifixion of jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> this has been a joke sir is the resurrection sarah well good okay good good friday films <laughs> which i think is even sexier
1: I think there's Ash even Wednesday? more to be done. And here's and here's my thing about the rising of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, God of, in heaven above, is that we all know that he was fucking Mary Magdalene. And so the um, imagine the romantic comedy potential of Mary Magdalene mm. being so sad that her boyfriend was crucified. Yeah. And then he comes, he comes back. back. Like that gets to be like, you know how in every romantic comedy there's like, they yeah. have like the argument and there's a miscommunication and then right. like that's why they break up and then they get back together. The crucifixion is that plot point.
0: That could honestly be an incredible shit post of a movie. Like it would make people so I mad. Know. That would be like Sharknado. And it but better. I yeah, like it it wouldn't be able to have like the prestige factor because so many people would Absolutely. be mad yeah, at it. Not. But but the the fun factor could be dialed up to eleven. Sarah, yeah, get on it. Write this film. (laughs) I I don't know that that's my genre, but I yeah, not not so much your genre. But (laughs) someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. What is my genre? Who knows? I don't know. Who's to say? Not Jesus, apparently not Jesus. Unless I ever name a character Jesus, in which case I guess that's maybe. (laughs) Um. Anyway,
1: (laughs) I just want to know when it. Started. I want to know what happened.
0: Well, it started when Jesus was born, Keila. It was but not really zero. It started with the pagans. Now, here's a question. Here's a question. Uh, so, you have BCE and CE, but but I don't
1: think we're supposed to call them that anymore. Isn't no, that is thing? what we're supposed to call
0: them. BCE oh, the new and thing. CE okay. is the new one. Before Common Era yes. and Common Era. Previous to that, we had. BC and AD before Christ after death now my question i that i just thought of so we count upwards from jesus being born did that mean that we were counting down did we go from december to january prior well, to the think birth of jesus <laughs>
1: The modern calendar, I don't think existed at that time.
0: It didn't, and we've retrofitted it. But t- that, t- like, 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 here's a question. Here's here's a fucking question. I n- again, I know that the modern calendar didn't really exist at, in in its current form at that time. But so, like, the year, the year ten BC was before the year nine BC. So does that mean that on December first? in 10 BC, it turns to January 1st and it's 9 BC? Or does that mean that you go backwards through the year?
1: This is, t- no, this is too much for me. <laughs> this is so painful.
0: <laughs> Someone, I mean, I think the answer is that on the f- January 1st, it just goes back a year instead of forty a year. But my brain did just <laughs> that
1: i my brain hurts so much from just that that was awful,
0: um anyway, Christmas, yeah, Jingle I feel bells. like there
1: must be a listener out there who like knows more history of Christmas than us and mm-hmm. will be able to be like, "You are actually stupid this
0: entire episode, and oh, I'm I'll sure someone will tell well, us that, well, but it would be it would be silly to think someone won't well <laughs> I was wondering if I lost you for a second there.
1: Can I tell you a thought I had? So you know how we're 24, which is something I learned last week? Yep. Something I've noticed about the people who do not like our podcast Mm -hmm. is that- that They don't like that we're 24? No, one of the insults that they do is that we're like stupid college girls. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: How old do you think we have to get until people stop saying
0: that? 32. (laughs) Okay. I think the entire 20s are off limits. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think we need to
1: like become like and then their new thing can be like they're just in their dirty 30s. Dirty Old women.
0: hags. They're
1: old hags. They're just unmarried old hags. We are not calling anyone in their 30s old hags. Just ourselves. This isn't about anyone. This is this is a This
0: is is a hypothetical hater on the world wide web. Yes. (laughs) Um. Anyway, but no, I I think a lot of people's issue with this podcast saying
1: you're calling me old.
0: (laughs) I think a lot of people's issues with this podcast is that we are 24.
1: I think I agree. I think the issue is that we're 24-year-old women, which and, is a very controversial thing to be, for some reason.
0: And we have, not as controversial as 23, but still pretty controversial.
1: <laughs> we have too much fun, I think, um, is the issue people have with us. We have,
0: we have the perspectives of, get this, 24-year-olds. Um, That's so crazy. Weird. Um, anyway. <laughs> but that is, of course, wrong and bad. <laughs> and bad. <laughs> anyway, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mer, um, No, but I think that kind of covers it. Do you have anything else you want to add on the terms of on the on the front of the weird romanticization and the in the romance way of of Christmas?
1: No, I guess just to cover our bases, like we obviously talked about Christmas because that is what Sarah and I celebrate. Like it's also as the
0: winter holiday, the social, the, the cultural mainstay of the culture. Yes, that is- of the culture that we live in.
1: Yes, and as you all know, we are like American folks. So,
0: and and a lot of people don't like that either.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that one's understandable. Yeah. Um. But anyway, like I under I I think we understand that this might not be the most relatable episode to everyone. But also, like Christmas has become so in the mainstream now that I think even if you don't celebrate,
0: oh yeah, like I, you kind of know. I know plenty it's been of people in your face. who's you know who aren't in any way christian who celebrate christmas in the same way that christians do just without the church part like it's 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 yeah, such a true. it's such a cultural thing
1: well yeah like you like we talked about like i know so many jewish people that celebrate christmas cuz it's just like how it you know
0: i know a lot of hindus who celebrate christmas um my sister's friend um what they do so she's they're jewish um and so, what they do is the day they don't get a Christmas tree before Christmas, the day after Christmas, they just drive around and try and find a Christmas tree that someone has gotten rid of. First of all, it's very good. I listen. Keep that Christmas tree up till halfway through January. I support it.
1: That's what that's what my family does. Yep. it stays up until it's brown.
0: Yep. Um. Until there are their needles all over the ground um
1: and then you know where it goes it sits on our front porch mm. until my dad decides (laughs) to throw it into the woods behind our house so then for several months after we just have a nasty dying tree in front of our house
0: amazing um but uh and i've forgotten sorry i was in the middle of talking too much on my own podcast yeah not again um what was i fucking talking about what was i saying that you
1: someone drives around and finds.
0: Oh Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. Tree. So they they drive around and they find a discarded Christmas tree that someone has discarded on Boxing Day, which is very silly. Don't box your things on Boxing Day. What? If, I have I have Christmas number four on Boxing Day, for the record. Um, but then, so then they take a tree that they have just found <laughs> and they don't have to pay for, because um, it was left on the curb. And then they decorate it, and it's a New Year's tree. <laughs>
1: That's very good. Yeah. I like that very much.
0: Anyway. um, Cool. Uh, you can tell us about your beef, your juice, your take no, on... we haven't done our beef and juice yet. Kayla, what's our poll for this week? <laughs>
1: oh, shit, we even <laughs> forgot that.
0: Um, Do you hate that we're 23 year No, 24-year-old American women? <laughs> yes, or you us listen.
1: I think there's there are hateable things about our identity, oh, right? Absolutely. We are, are you kidding four. We are women, we are white, we are American. I, I think, think two of those
0: four two of those four, we can throw that away. That we are white Americans, absolute disaster. <laughs> Horrible. Yes, Worst yeah. case scenario.
1: Yeah. So yes, I think two fourths of our identity in that in those, I understand that we are going to be trashing those.
0: We also trash a the twenty
1: four-year-old woman <laughs> thing. Guys, we've just got to leave it.
0: Eat my dick. We
1: just can't be... Something that we can't do anymore in this new year is use people's age to
0: insult them. Yeah.
1: Whether that be old or young.
0: It's just not cute. I saw today on Twitter someone being like, I can't believe that there is anyone over 20 on Stan Twitter. Like, what are you doing with your life? And... And everyone we was like started Stan Twitter. And everyone what was like, Fuck. What the fuck are you talking like, do you think that you just don't have interests anymore as soon as you turn twenty? And, and here's like, my
1: thing about that is what? people who are over twenty on Stan Twitter
0: invented
1: Stan Twitter.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> like where do they think it came from? Like fandom came from like thirty something year old women on Tumblr and and like on like forums and stuff.
1: Okay, but here's really where fandom started is I was listening to a podcast the other day and the first documented case of case. The of first documented
0: case of fandom? Of
1: cosplaying is from the, the 1800s, this like weird space convention or something. Oh my god. Where this, this couple was like, we're just going to dress up in weird costumes and no one else did. And they were just like, hello. <laughs> and it was the 1800s. Amazing. Anyway, I think a good poll would be, like, do you view Christmas as a romantic holiday? Or maybe just, like, why do you think Christmas is viewed as a romantic holiday by society?
0: Sure. Uh, Kayla. I'm typing. No. Kayla. Yes. What is your beef and your juice on this day?
1: (sighs) What isn't my beef? Um... This has been a, it's been a tough week. I just like, you know when sometimes you just give up on taking care of yourself and then mm. it all hits you at once that you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh That happened to me. So we are uh, in a crisis right now. Uh, I love that. Uh, fine. My juice is that last weekend I went to New Orleans for Dean's company's Christmas event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just very fun to like, run around the city with my friends and get free fancy dinner and dress fancy and then get a little too drunk because I'm a 24 year old white woman (laughs) and that's what sometimes we must do.
0: Kayla texted me. What did you say? I was at a gay bar. You said she texted me the word butter and then she said. No, no, that was this butter was the second text. The
1: first text was BTS on at the gay bar.
0: Yep. and then i
1: followed up with butter, butter so you knew which song was playing
0: it took me several reads to understand what she was trying to say
1: <laughs> something interesting that happened is so we were like with a bunch of like we were in a large group of like dean's co-workers some of them are people that i like am very good friends with others i you know are there yeah and um some people are queer. And so the decision was made to go to the gay bar, which made me slightly uncomfortable because the majority of the group was not queer. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is not a space for you. And so I told the one guy, he was like, yeah, let's go to the gay bar. And I told him, you're not gay because he's not. And he told me that it was sexist of me to say that to him. <laughs> what, what is that? Uh, this is me? the same guy that once told me that asexuality was fake, so...
0: Uh sounds he's like a, real a treat. And a real,
1: de- he's a real delight of a guy.
0: Yeah, I hope he listens to this one day. I hope someone marries him
1: on Christmas. <laughs> anyway, I hope they don't beefier because beefier what beefier. a terrible marriage. Boost. Anyway, Boof. Anyway, jeef. Boof. or jeef. Oh, someone recently, someone tweeted that when they think of beef and juice, they often accidentally call it sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and they they thought it would be a good category to add of like what are you lost in the
0: sauce in this week like what are you obsessed with because we definitely need to add more to this outro well
1: yes I think it matches well with juice anyway because often yeah. juices are what we are obsessed with but I thought it was very I thought it was very
0: good yeah my my beef and my juice once again is BTS on Instagram I um, shocking I, close I, friend story from Sarah still going strong. <sighs> there i was i'm very selective about who makes it on that story because they see some shit um black hair undercut does that mean d3 is coming are we getting an august d mixtape number three i don't know my beef is it's just been a weird week our our hot water was not working for over 24 hours and our heat was broken at work um and it's actually been, let's see, right now it's fifty degrees in Los Angeles. So you know, of course, to the Angelinos, this, this nice. is frigid. It's frigid, and it has rained twice in the past three days. Uh, so, so basically, the city's in shambles. Um,
1: it's sixty-nine here.
0: <laughs> it's fifty here. Tomorrow, the high is eighty-one. I think tomorrow it's supposed to go up to back up to like sixty seven or something um it's December, and I'm currently sweating <laughs> rip well, you're I moving hate it here you're moving maybe <laughs> one um day. one day anyway, I guess my beef is just the minor inconveniences of the of a first world life um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh okay, you can tell us about your beef. Your juice, your minor inconveniences, <laughs> um, on our social media at Sounds Pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash soundsfakepod. Um, we do have a new $2 patron. It Huzzah. is the love of my life, Michaela White. Um, I don't know Michaela. I've just decided that this the love of my life. Oh, uh, wow. So congrats That's to old Michaela. decision. <laughs> congrats to Michaela. <laughs> yeah, good job. Um, if my affection is wanted, if it's unwanted, um, I'm sorry to Michaela. Um... Our five dollar patrons who we're promoting this week are Ashley W, Savannah Cozart, Harry Hassan Dugan, Soup, Good Soup, and Amanda Kiker. And we have a new five dollar patron who bumped up from two dollars. It's Jackie Rubashkin. Thanks, Jackie, for your additional three dollars. Thank wow, you. So kind. Our ten dollar patrons who are promoting something this month, this month, this week are Benjamin Abara, who likes to promote tabletop games. I would like to play some board games. Anyway, okay. um, <laughs> Anonymous, who would like to promote Halloween and the inherent romance of spooky Halloween. And oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my, my Aunt Jeannie, would like to promote Mr. Haven. And Cass, who would like to promote the best of luck on the journey to self-identification and uh, not hopefully getting derailed at Christmas by your extended family. Um, our other $10 patrons are Arknest, Doug Grace, H. Valdish, Berf, H. V. 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 You are me. Barefoot Backpacker, The Steve, R E K Maddie, Derek, and Carissa, Kadir, Potato, Changing MX, David J, The Steppy Tech, Rosie Costello, Hector, Mario, David Nurse, and Sharonda J. Brown. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, Nathaniel White, and is that the NathanielJWhiteDesigns.com? My mom's (laughs) Julie who would like (laughs) to (laughs) promote free mom hugs. Sarah Jones, who's at Everywhere. Martin Giselle, who likes to promote this podcast, everyone's special, and no one is. Lele would like to promote Love is Love, also applying to Arrow people and the concept of Christmas. Um, I I meant that Layla was promoting Love is Love, applying to the concept of Christmas. Not that Layla was promoting... We we get it. Strawberry would like to promote the planet Earth. Maggie Pablo would like to promote the dogs Leia, Minnie, and Loki. Andrew Hillam would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast. Click for Caroline, who would like to promote the documentary Ace of Hearts. Nina Maggart, who would like to promote the... at katemaggart.art on Instagram. And Dragonfly, who would like to promote uh, the fact that uh, one of... The managers at my work today brought in um, his dog to the office, and his name is Bowie, and he's a little wiener dog, and he was wearing a sweater. Our $20 patrons are Sarah T, who would like to out long walks outside, and Sabrina Hawk, whose mom and dad would like to say, Merry Christmas, Sabrina. And to all a good night, thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your festive, festive ears.
1: And until then, take care of your festive, festive cows.
0: Put some bells on him, maybe a jacket.